It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultan of Smoke Cigar Cast, Drew, Moen, and Cow. Yo. What's up, guys? What's going on? Another week, another podcast. Two days late. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But we're still here. That's what's we important. Are. Yeah. Somebody has already sent a message to their friend, I'm sure, saying, hey, these, these bastards screwed it up again. That's it. They did yeah. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. That was a good run. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's be honest. It's it's a little difficult. We all have, I mean, cow, you have kids. Uh, Rufus, you're all over the place. Um, I'm all over the place. So, uh, you know, it takes time, man. You know, obviously, Rufus, you know, married, and so it's tough. Yeah. Real life does catch up on, uh, or does cut into fun time. Unfortunately. Pretty much most of the time, really. (laughs) Mm hmm. Got a way of dealing that. You know, it's funny because that was such a big adjustment for me, right? Like going from like that corporate structure where you're up in the mornings, you're home by whatever, and then you're, I mean, I never slept that much, but you're in bed at a decent time and then you wake up in the morning and do it all over. And going to a more nocturnal industry uh, actually fits my personality because that's how I always was. I always preferred to stay up late versus waking up early and, and kind of getting going. So, I don't know. kind of works out, but... You get it going. Getting it going. <laughs> <laughs> getting it going. And there aren't... Unless you're in a big city, there aren't a whole ton of industries that you can do it. Like, uh, jobs that you can do at night. Right. Yeah, it's true. So I remember... Can... Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's all you. No, I was going to say, I remember some guys that I, you know, that I grew up with and and kind of was friends with, or was friends with, not kind of friends with, but they would work like on like the trading desks, like for the Chicago Board of Options Exchange or, uh, you know, the CME or something like that, but like for the overnight market. So like they would trade German bonds or like uh, Japanese yen futures or options or whatever. So it's kind of, kind of interesting, man, that there are those types of jobs, but they are very specialized. Mm-hmm. Or you can bartend or work in cigars. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Yes. What are uh, what are other jobs you've held, uh, Cal? Do you have a job growing up? Did I have a job growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did all kinds of stuff. I, like, cleaned up after animals at this, like... Um, bizarre place that like housed all the the rescue animals in the county uh i worked at wendy's for a little while during high school i never did food service that sounds terrible yeah you worked at wendy's cow not now but you know in high school (laughs) well yeah i figured not now (laughs) not now (laughs) i didn't say you worked from my break yeah my frosty really yeah, you know, I worked there for a while, sure. No, I mean, did you really take your breaks with Frosty? Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. come on. How would you not? No, that must have been a nice perk. <laughs> All the perks of working at Wendy's. Did they, did, now, did they make you pay for that, or was that yeah, kind of you had, comp? 
you got like one meal at 50%. Come on. Well, really? I know. It's pretty lame, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think that if customers saw you eating the food yourself, they'd be more inclined to eat it. Like, look, I eat this shit too. It probably depends on the particular worker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some people that work at Wendy's who I would I would not consider it a good thing if I watched them. <laughs> that, the food. that guy works here. We're out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's fingering our food. Yeah. No, that's why I prefer the drive-thru. Yeah, you, you don't have to see him. Yeah, you don't got to see who's <laughs> making your food. I mean, that's what I love. That's what's nice about restaurants. <laughs> that's what's nice about restaurants, too. You know, it's like you walk in. You don't, you're not necessarily... Well, now it seems to be more of an emphasis that people do actually want to see into the kitchen, so you're kind of seeing that more and more, but I don't. I don't want to know what's going on back there. I just, no, I as long that. as the food's good, you know? <laughs> it's legit. I mean, do you guys feel the same way, or do you want to, I mean, are you curious? I've been in a lot of kitchens when I worked for DirecTV. Yeah. I, I don't want to see, No. Yeah. No. Even the cleanest of kitchens are gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's legit. I I don't have any need to see how they're making the food. I don't care. I just want the food. Right. It's kind of like, I mean, do you really want to see what they used to put in the hot dogs? I'm good. (laughs) I just know that I love to have them at baseball games. It's legit. Do you feel that way since you've been been diving deeper and deeper into cigars? Do you feel like going to the factories and understanding it better? Do you feel like that at all? No. That's not seen into the kitchen at the restaurant? No. Not, well, look, now I can't say how every factory does it, but I know ours is fucking legit. So, I mean, everything's out in the open, literally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in a converted mansion. It's not like... There's secret rooms and shit. <laughs> Everything literally is out in the open. And you could literally see in front of you exactly how we do everything. But that so, doesn't take any of the mystery away from it or any of the like excitement away when you smoke one of those cigars when you're just like, I watched that get made. Or is that cooler? That um, sounds cooler. I agree. It does sound cooler. It's different for some reason. Wait, so... Meaning walking through a factory, then watching a cigar and grabbing it off the rolling table type shit? Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool experience. That's got to be neat. Yeah. It is. It's a lot different from walking through the restaurant kitchen and grabbing whatever weird-ass <laughs> shit they just made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, let me grab that quarter pounder real quick. Let me holler yeah, at that it. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so we just dived in. I don't even know, or dove in, whatever you want to call it, but... I don't even know how we got on these topics. So why don't, should we just kind of start back to where we were going to start? Let's roll. What do we got tonight? All right. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> that went what well, What was the, uh, the, uh, the being the new guy in the lounge? What yeah. was the question, Drew, that we received? Uh, Cow, you got it. Yeah. So, so if you're like a new, a new cigar smoker and you go to a cigar lounge like, what should you do to be comfortable and confident and, and all that good stuff, right? Because if you go to a lounge and you don't know what's going on, 
there's a whole lot that could be kind of intimidating about that, right? These people that are talking this weird cigar language and having a good old time, they know all this shit, and you're probably going to screw it up, right? So how do you be uh, yeah, comfortable in counseling? I can see that. Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I don't know how many people that that listen to our podcast are actually new smokers or newer smokers. My guess is we, we probably don't have that many, just because being a smaller podcast to begin with, and then anybody who's heard of us is really into cigars, most likely. Yeah, but, but this will but help. Uh, this well, will help any of their friends that don't guys. smoke. Yeah, exactly. Get their buddies so, in. Exactly. So let's take this step by step. You walk into a cigar shop, and let's. And this hat, and, and actually, I've actually started to feel some of those emotions of when I was a new smoker walking into a cigar shop because of it is difficult to walk into a shop sometimes when you're a small brand and nobody really wants to see you anyway. Sure. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, good, this guy. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I understand that feeling a little bit fresher than maybe some, some guys who've been in cigar shops for a long time. But all I can tell you is, look, there's no right or wrong way to go about choosing your cigar or any of this. There is one main rule, and that is you do not go into a cigar shop and act like a jerk. Don't smell the cello. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> oh, this smells great. Really? Don't smell the cello. That and if it's yeah. on there, don't take it off to smell it while you're in the shop unless you're buying it. <laughs> right. Yep. <clears throat> don't uh don't mangle the cigars and stick your hand in in a box and like feel cigars. That's especially if they're uncellophane. So I've got a couple of suggestions since you were going down that path, but I would suggest one, how new of a smoker are you? Do you do you kind of know what you want? So have those that list in the back of your head of, hey, I've smoked this and I like it, and I've smoked this and I don't like it, so that you can tell the uh, the shop owner. And I think most shops, if you ask them, hey, help me find something, most shops are going to be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, pretty good, um, depending <laughs> on the shop. But I think if you ask, they're they're going to help you out. Um, so yeah. ask. Don't be afraid to ask for sure, and just tell them. I'm new. I've had these five cigars. I like these three. I didn't like these two. Shoot, yep. shoot me towards the bands or take pictures. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So know what you've smoked. If you have smoked anything, if not, tell them you're new and you'd like to smoke some shit and uh, mm-hmm. run the gamut. Yeah, and mm-hmm. most cigar places love that. Oh yeah, they love the opportunity to help you get into it. But try different stuff too. As a new guy, I I suggest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As Try Dave, a bunch of different as sticks. The, Ooh. As the great Dave West once said, <laughs> you got to burn to learn, baby. <laughs> you do. burn That's to true. learn. <laughs> and I use that all the time. And I do yeah. attribute credit to him. So, Dave, if you're listening, I always give you credit. I never take that as my own. Um, One other thing yeah. I would say to keep in mind that really helps a lot is to know that the people that are working there, they have like a financial interest in you having a good time. Um they want you to come back, right? Like that's their business is that you, you find what you like and enjoy yourself and have a good experience. Mm-hmm. So the more upfront you can be <laughs> with where you are and what you want, the more they're going to help you. 
Um, and uh, if there's some guys in there who are who are like not, they don't work there, but they're kind of jerks or something. They're kind of sticking their nose up. Just ignore those guys. They're losers anyway. <laughs> Every lounge has them. Coming, they're gonna like then, watch you be like a new guy, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm so much better than that guy." And like three weeks ago, they were you. Um, right. So, what? Kyle, you you should start like a, an Instagram call account, like the Judgmental Cow or something like that. That'd be awesome. Those guys are losers. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just saying, man, like if you got nothing better to do than to have a hobby where you're addicted to people. I know. I, like, I what see the it. hell is that? I see it all the time. <laughs> the best is when I walk into a cigar shop and like, hey, guys, how's it going? And they look at me as if I just I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> it's unreal. Like you like, got oh, sorry or something. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. And it's like. I'm sorry. Did I say something wrong? Yeah. It's funny, man. But yeah. So don't get discouraged if you walk into a shop like that. And, and I would say research the shop that you go to. Yep. That was the you next know? thing I was going to go into was, uh, uh, drink something you're familiar with. If you're trying a new cigar, I wouldn't try to a new drink as well. I mean, so if you like Dr. Pepper, do Dr. Pepper or coffee, or if you like some beer, whatever mm-hmm. you want to drink, I would stick with something that you like and is normal. I wouldn't try something new with a new cigar. That's you, good advice. Until you figure That's out really what you good like. That. On top of That's that, really good some shops do your research because some shops don't have any drinks or some some shops have a full bar. Yeah. Some you can bring your own. Yep. So definitely yeah. know the vibe. Definitely understand the vibe you're going for. And, you know, in Illinois, it's a little bit different because we're not allowed to have cigar bars, but in most other states, you are. So mm-hmm. figure out if you're, you know, looking for a bar type atmosphere or a lounge type atmosphere. And you also have your uh, retirement center type atmosphere. So and we have all three. <laughs> uh, fig- figure out what you want. Yeah. That's and what I would you, you always have, if you want to talk to somebody, you always have like the super easy intro, right? Hey, what are you smoking? Mm. Cool. Now you got a conversation going. Or they say one word back and you know you're done. Right? Well, yeah. I think oh, I think you go a few times and, advice, you, and you see like a regular. Yeah. Tell them you're a newbie and if they've got any uh, suggestions. Yeah, that's good advice, I think most, too. Most guys, if they're sitting there and you've been in there three times and every <clears throat> time they're there, I don't know. I think most guys will not be a dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, you know, Kyle, you touched on something very important. And, and more so than not being the new guy that's shy and doesn't talk to anybody, don't be the new guy that goes in and lets everybody know he's there. Yeah, I don't do C- that. Cigar, cigar shop atmospheres are very delicate. And I've seen it time and time again where if you come in and disrupt the balance too much, they will find a way to weed you out. It's really weird, but I see it all the time. Yeah. It's like they're sizing you up to see if you fit in and then you get let in or not, that kind of a thing. I think so. Yeah, it I depends do. on the shop. I've I've been to shops where that's definitely not the case, but I think the people working there have to make it have to make that atmosphere. Otherwise the customers do it and it's whatever. Yeah. Having um 
having a strong, a lot of times the owner will set the tone for the shop, but that doesn't always mean that the employees are going to follow through with it. So don't get discouraged if you feel blown off or not helped or, or whatever, um, you know, continue to go to a place uh, yeah. because you might like the people there. Yeah. And if you do have a friend who's sort of into cigars too, you can go together and then, you know, you have somebody to talk to and right. it's a little less awkward. If you don't want to go on your own, try something. Yeah. But mostly the, the, the advice for every hobby should be if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. So find a way to have fun. Right. If that lounge sucks, try another one. If all lounges yep. suck, don't go to lounges. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And they could That's suck in point. your area. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> Drew over here, you got some experience in that? Well... <laughs> We have like 17 shops in the, you know, a 20 mile radius, probably less. Dang. <laughs> yeah. There's a few that are good that. and a few that are not so good. Mm-hmm. And somebody else would look at those same shops and have the opposite opinion on all of them. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And that's legit. And, that, okay. and that's why you could have multiple cigar shops in small areas in like small yeah. uh, radiuses. Or radii or whatever. If you are a new guy, please don't pretend that you know about cigars and ask if they have Cubans. No. <laughs> don't don't pretend to know it. anything if you don't know anything. Yep. Just admit you don't know anything and they'll direct you in the right way. And ask a lot of questions too, right? If you don't know how to pick a cigar out of the box, just ask the guy there, you know, how do I pick one of these? There's like 20 here in this box. How do I choose? Right. Are we overcomplicating this? Uh, I just want, look, I kind of, but at the same time, like I've had new smokers recently, (laughs) I've got a buddy that dude, he asked me about all kinds of stuff and like, how do I cut it right? And how do I smoke it right? And how, and it's like, yeah. eh, okay, you're, you're kind of overthinking it, but at least you're asking questions and not just doing something and looking like a fool. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of new guys do that though, where they want to know exactly the best way to cut it, exactly the best way to light it. You know, they want to know how to do it. Yeah. Well, and they don't want to look like an idiot. They want to, yeah. they want to do it right. Yeah. So, so I will say this besides don't be a jerk. Here's another thing. Trust your palate. And what I mean by that is do not feel pressured to smoke what other people are smoking. Yep. Smoke what you like. Or Unless if you don't like a cigar, and... don't, don't nub it. Don't, <laughs> don't force yourself. If it's terrible from, you know, you got to give it a chance, but halfway through, it's still terrible to you. Throw it out. Get something else. I had a buddy the other day, the, the same guy that I was referring to, but I, I can't remember. I gave him something, or he bought something. And he's smoking it. He's like, "This is terrible." And I was like, "Man, eh, give it a minute." And he's still smoking it. And it's terrible. I was like, "Dude, all right, just just chunk it. <laughs> Get something yeah, you're actually enjoy. It's fine to not like it, but man, you don't have to power through it. <laughs> don't don't no. don't suffer. You know you don't like that one. Don't go back to it and roll on. Yep." 
I don't know. Hey, Drew. Yes, sir. I smoked uh, a sassy last week. Oh, man. I meant to grab one. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they are amazing right good. now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're smoking real good. It was fucking awesome. I need to break one out. Yeah, I'll, I'll smoke one on really Friday. Good. Yeah, it was really good. I was surprised. Not surprised. I mean, it was always a decent cigar, but it's it's uh, pretty damn good right now. Aging very well. It's had a good oh, yeah. a good little rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sm- yeah. Smoking so Drew, well you're right inside. Now. Yes, right? sir. What are you smoking, Mo? Uh, Avo Lounge Edition. How's that I've never seen it before. Uh, I've never heard of that one. Me neither. It's awesome. They make some good stuff, though. <laughs> like I don't. I honestly don't want this cigar to end. I'm actually uh, tomorrow, or actually, I'll probably text the uh, the cigar shop manager. Uh, I would. I, I want to buy a box of these. They're fantastic. Wow. Yeah, really good. <laughs> I can't believe how I good was, this thing is. Honestly. Yeah, Avo is one Bring, of those brands that I feel like they hit. Way, 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 way more than they miss. They're mm-hmm. real good, and they don't—they don't talk about them much. You don't hear about them. Yeah. Okay. So here, let's talk about. And, we, and Kyle, I love how you transition. You're the master of that. How you set stuff up. <laughs> but fucking John Stockton. So you, you have Davidoff, right? And then you have Avo. Yeah. And how many times have I seen a Davidoff guy? I was like, yeah, I don't like Avo. Okay, dude, it's the same cigar. Maybe not. Maybe the tobacco using the Avo is not as aged as the Davidoff. Okay. But come on. If you like a Davidoff white label and you don't like an Avo XO, they're not that much different of a cigar. I agree with that. Okay. If... uh, it's, I'm not saying that they're the same. No. But I'm just saying that they are similar enough to where the palettes they appeal to, people should like both, in my opinion. So why is it that nobody talks about Avo? They're just smoking for the name, man. David yeah. off, everybody David knows. David off on the band, yeah. Because some of my favorite, some of my favorite cigars are Avos. The 2015 classic cover, unbelievable. Is that the number the, one? Yes. Yeah, that the, one's real good. The number two was great as well. Those use what? A 702 wrapper, the, the same wrapper from the Davidoff 702 that people go nuts about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the uh, Avo, the 2005, the one that was originally unbanded that they brought back out. That yeah. cigar is un, unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they have a smaller following. I just, I'm not sure. But I remember getting into this conversation with uh, this guy who's a, a young, younger kid, younger smoker. And he's like, yeah, I like Davidoff and I don't like Avo. And I'm like, okay, why? He couldn't tell me. I don't know, I just don't. Because the band doesn't say Davidoff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean big enough for it to like it. Right. Because I can I get know. away, I can get away saying I don't like Avo, 
and nobody's going to say anything. But if I say I don't like Davidoff, people might think that I don't have taste, I don't whatever. Now, here's the flip side of that. There are some people that will say I don't like Davidoff because F Davidoff, their cigars are expensive or whatever. Then they think they're doing like the martyr thing, right? Like, oh, sure. yeah, forget that. So um, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. There's that, too. Do you guys kind of know what, what I'm talking about with that? For sure. Yeah, like I, I don't like the, the cool, expensive, mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Davidoff. I just don't spend money on them. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's okay. And that's, that's okay. Legit. They're expensive cigars. Maybe someday. Yep. So I think one other thing about it, though, is that Avo doesn't have as many lines as Davidoff does, right? So if you try yeah. one or two of them and you don't like them, you're probably going to think, oh, I tried like a quarter of them, right? I didn't like that one. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. you would have to try a shit ton of Davidoff to try a quarter of them. I feel like Davidoff has two different personalities, right? There's their white label personality, and then there's everything else. Like for me... Yeah. Outside of the Millennium Blend, I'm not a huge fan of their white label stuff. But a lot of their other stuff, I really enjoy. Sure. Um, And by the way, Avo does have more than... With Avo, the interesting thing is they don't have necessarily a ton of different lines of cigars. They do have quite a lot more than I think people realize. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, they have a shit ton of sizes within each line. And I remember even as a retailer, it was like really confusing all the time to like keep track of all that. Yeah. It's legit. Avo was one of the first like good brands of cigars that I smoked after trying sampler yeah. stuff for years. So I have a soft spot in my heart for that that brand. It's awesome. I agree. Absolutely. What else we got tonight? We were talking about different words that people use oh, yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. cigars, and that got a little heated in the text, so I figured we got to up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cigar, stick, stogie, all the words that people use to talk about their cigars. Product. Yeah. Product. Smoke. Smokes. So, yeah. All right, so wh- where are we going to start? You I don't, think they're all fucking terrible. You don't like some of them. <laughs> Cal doesn't like some of them. It's a cigar. Like when people say, when people say I'm going to bring my smokes, I think of like Jimmy Dean bringing, or uh, whatever, James Dean bringing like a pack of cigarettes, like rolled you know, up in his sleeve. You know, like I don't Jimmy know. Dean and his sausages. <laughs> yeah. He's bringing his you know uh, brats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing my smokes. Like, dude, it's not a pack of fucking Marlboro. You know what yeah, I it's mean? Like, like you're a greaser. Yeah. What else you got? Yep. You don't like smokes. No, smokes. No. Is, it just sounds stupid. What sounds else? Cheap. Product. You said uh, Claudio. <laughs> Somebody. Uh... Yeah, Cla- Claudio hates when people call cigars product, and he goes, "They are not fucking products. They are cigars." Their hand, you know, he gets fired up with about that term. Now that's a term that's used by a lot of uh, retailers, yeah, um, and and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, he he's not a big fan of that. Stogies, you don't like you don't like stogies. It just 
sounds dumbass. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't that know why I don't like it as much. You know what it is? Is uh, I can see why you don't like stogies because for people who don't know cigars, that's a very cliche term. <laughs> I guess they'll be like, "Oh yeah, just sitting back with your stogie and whatever." Like uh, nobody really calls them that. That nobody that really smokes cigars calls them stogies. Does that make sense? There's like there's stores named after stogies, right? Yeah, there's a bunch there of them that I can think of. But how many real cigar guys will you hear talk about a stogie having a stogie? Not very many. Some old yeah. Deal. It just sounds like yeah. 1880 or something, you know? Yeah, that that that's a good point. I think that's a, that's a term that kind of is. Yeah, I can see that washed away. And then sticks. That's my sticks. favorite. I'm smoking this stick. He lit the wood on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that a few times. Yeah, sticks is fairly common. Sure. But Why? like there's no what other is... good word for cigar. So I think some of it comes from like reviews and stuff, or if you're talking about it, there's only so many ways you can say cigar before it sounds stupid. Yeah. So you say something so... dumber like sticks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like at least it's another word for it. I need a synonym. All right. Sticks doesn't bother me. No. No. I'm going to grab a stick. That doesn't really bother me. <laughs> Bro, when I grab a stick, I'm grabbing something else. <laughs> <laughs> you cleaning your lawn? Yard, yard work? Yeah, yeah, it's yard work. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Are there more? I don't know. What are we missing? What's some other stuff that I've seen um, or heard, I should say. And I feel like a lot of these terms are not necessarily used in shops. They're used more on social media. That could be. I think. Um, I don't know. Sound dumb. So what's yeah. what's the Drew? What's your what's your answer for why you like some of them? Are you trying to get me to say what I said on the text? No, I'm just curious why you, you don't oh, I, think they sound like you're fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> sticks. I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily am partial to any of them. A product is That's silly, fair. but that you're saying as a retailer, that is going to be your product. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it makes yeah. sense to the one person, but if I was like selling the cigar, I'd be like, no, no, that, that one's the only one that doesn't, that I don't like necessarily. Other than that, it's like, eh. smokes is like, mm, it is a little bit weird. I would never say that. I might say sticks or stogies. Stogies I use just to be stupid though. I think <laughs> I've caught myself saying, that's all fairly often. Stogies every now and then. <laughs> but I really Damn. say it just to be silly. So to me, it's a silly term. It's fair. So now it's so in terms of smokes, it's okay to say I'm going to go smoke. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. going to have a smoke. Sure. I think so. That yeah. But that to refer okay. to cigars as smokes just to me, it cheapens the you're cheapens de- the. You're degrading the cigars. Yeah, because that's a term that's generally used for cigarettes. Sure. 
and we don't want to be lumped in with those guys. No. Speaking of, um, I think did you guys see the halfway article about the cow? You shared it or told us yeah. about it yeah. about the flavored yeah. cigars. I don't think that we do good enough of a job of, and this is not just our podcast, but everybody in the cigar industry of encouraging people to go out and, and continue to hammer their elected officials on uh, protecting premium cigars. And we all need to do a better job of that because I don't know, man, it just feels like there's just like this assault on it, you know? Yeah. So the thing Mo's talking about, if you haven't seen it is, uh, there's a the new FDA like a rule they're working on. It's not even out yet. Exactly, they're working on it. Um, would be to essentially ban. I don't remember exactly the phrasing they used, but uh, the the flavor the flavorings in cigars, so flavored cigars, would no longer be a go. I'm good so with like that. Your peach, your grape, your <laughs> strawberry, all that stuff is gone. Yeah, that's a big market. Man. That is a huge market. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they're, even more, even, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say their theory is that that's what draws kids in. At least that's their logic that they're using. I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. But There are no kids buying friggin' cigars. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, matter kid, how kids, flavored they are. Yeah. I, I don't see it very often. They're not going to. They're not going to spend eight bucks on one cigar when they can buy a pack of cigarettes for like five or six. Right. Well, I mean, a, a gas station peach flavored cigar is not six dollars, though. Yeah, that's true. Here's the thing: as a kid, too, from what I remember, and sure things have changed, but and not that smoking was cool, but smoking a cigar when you're like sixteen really wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because. You'd be probably called grandpa if you were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, this is a luxury that is often associated with old men. Yeah. Sure. And now we're seeing a lot more women get, in, get into cigars, but gen- historically speaking, when we were growing up, it was, you know, your grandparents, your uncles, your dad, you know, whatever. Yeah. This mm-hmm. wasn't like a kid thing. Right. No, no, no. Smoking. You, you never wanted to sneak behind the the uh, gymnasium at school to fire up a stogie. Right. <laughs> well, right. you know, the, you know those kids in <laughs> high school that did smoke c- cigarettes, and you, yeah, <laughs> those kids that did smoke cigarettes, you could tell they smoked and they smelled like it, right? But could you imagine mm-hmm. a kid smoking a cigar and how much he would smell? <laughs> like his ass would stink up your whole classroom. <laughs> Little Johnny's back out there having another Cohiba. <laughs> that they don't come on. They don't have the time to smoke a cigar. Jeez. <laughs> take my lunch. Take my forty-five minute lunch and smoke a stogie. Yeah, there's little kids in their basement playing Stick. Call of Duty and fucking having a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, for as much as they talk about nailing your mom, they're uh, they're probably pretty old. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, jeez. It's like an online gaming thing, right? Like 13-year-olds talking about kneeling Uh, in the room. That's all they do. All right. But anyway. Anyway. uh, (laughs) So. (laughs) So talk to your elected representatives about 
not fucking over cigars. Yeah, this is not a kid thing. And maybe that's yeah. all that needs. This is not a kid thing. I should put that on a t-shirt. Cigars. This is not a kid thing. That's pretty good. It's not bad. There are some folks, let's get a little controversial here, who would say that we should just sort of throw the flavored cigar people under the bus as the only people that we should get rid of, and then they should not regulate the rest of the premium cigars. So, what do you guys think about that? So well, actually, the truth is, I agree, except for if you give them that, they're going to keep on trying to get more. Yeah. And not only that, but I mean, the reality of the situation is a lot of the flavored stuff is made by companies that make legitimate cigars. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, like, you know, when I was in retail, we used to sell a shit ton of Tatiana, which are made by yeah. Miami Cigar Company. Yes. Uh, right. You sell a shit ton of acids, which I mean, I guess that's Swisher now, but Drew Estate. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, it's. Certainly the CBD-infused cigars. Uh, and, and I think, and interestingly enough, I wonder how they're going to regulate that. Because, listen, JSK might have been the first one to do it, but we talked about this. He's not going to be the last. Yeah, they're coming. So um, if somebody from the cigar industry doesn't do them, somebody from outside of the cigar industry is going to do them type of thing, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that works. It is. And I think it is fair to say that a lot of guys that get into cigars start with something flavored. Yeah, I think that's and fair. And move into something else. Yeah. So if what they're trying to do is end up, you know, hurting the cigar market in general, I think that's actually a pretty reasonable way to do it. I, I see. Okay. So I agree with you. Like not reasonable and like, I think this is a reasonable approach, but I think that would be smart on their part for their sure. goal. And, and I get that, but ultimately, even those people that use flavored cigars to get into regular cigars are typically older. Yeah, it's not like true. a yeah, 16-year-old kid is walking in like, hey, you got that new acid? No. No, it's like a He's asking if we have dude. rolling paper. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's the 25-year-old. Right. He's 24. He's 25. He just entered corporate America, and he's seeing like some of the you know, partners in the law firm or the accounting firm or whatever. Smoking yep. cigars. They go to the shop sure. and, yep. You know, or he's at a work trip and his boss is like, hey, I want to go have a cigar. Come with. Shit like that. Those are the sure. people that are using those. Sure. No, I agree with that. Uh, and I, I, don't think, I don't think that there's actually much of a leg to stand on on the kids' argument, but I think it's a really mm-hmm. like strong emotional argument, right? So mm-hmm. if what they're trying to do, if the goal is to like cripple the cigar industry, right? If that's your overall goal, right? then... If what you do is you use the the kid angle to knock out a segment of it, then that's it's a pretty bold move. Yeah, but that's that's for all the people that are that are voting that have no idea about the cigar industry and are like, oh my gosh, these kids, these flavored cigars are geared towards kids. We can't have that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's, part of there's, it too is that that cigarette companies used to legit target kids. Yeah, right. All right, so so we have to deal with that now. Yep. We don't have a Joe Camel of cigars, but you know. Well, uh, so the 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 
overarching thing here is that we have not done a good enough job as an industry to differentiate ourselves. Yes, we may be tobacco, but we're legit tobacco. We That's are true. actually tobacco. Right. We are not a little bit of tobacco mixed in with a whole bunch of other shit. Right. And we haven't done a good enough job of, of doing that. We've done ourselves a disservice as consumers, as retailers, as manufacturers, as distributors, as reps. Doesn't matter. We've done a very bad job of that. I agree with that. Um, but yeah. So what you can do, if you're interested, is call up your elected representatives and make sure they know where you stand on cigars. Yeah. And the funny thing is a lot of these guys smoke cigars themselves. <laughs> sure. Yep. You know. But it's, it's, like, uh, it's like anything, right? They're always going to have access to stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. What else did we have for today? I think that's about it. We did have a comment about our conversation last week about segregation in cigar shops. Okay. Um, I don't know if we want to delve into that quite yet. Um, <laughs> a non... I don't know. Should we? Uh, we'll save that for next week and we'll actually think about it. Okay. Um, the other thing was non-cigar topic. Social media. What I want to start doing is we should take, hey, Kyle, you know how you uh, did that with some of those reviews where you picked out quotes? Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of laughed about them? Hell yeah. The, the cigars or the cigar review or porn thing. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was that was great. Have you guys ever read some of the comments on that people will make on on other people's posts? Like, oh, yeah. particularly um, men on pictures of females smoking cigars. Oh man, I mean, if you guys read some of this stuff. Dude, cigar smokers, I swear to you, are the thirstiest people on the internet. <laughs> it is. I mean, how? I don't, man, some of the I'm just like, wow. You got any examples? Not off the top of my head, but I mean, it's it's not hard to find. No. But it's it's. Some of this shit's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would have to do in order for anybody to ever comment on one of my posts to say you're beautiful, right? <laughs> but I see that shit all the time <laughs> with these it. poor women that have to deal with these creepers. Tomorrow, uh, that's what you're getting. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Cal, I don't you think it's worse from there. Or... No. I don't know, but there's cigar shop etiquette, but we, I guess we never really talk about social media etiquette. Now I know in the past that we have discussed, um, you know, what, well, we, I guess we've had, this was more of a debate a few years ago anyway, when we first started, but taking pictures of your cigar when it's lit, like you're actually smoking it. 
But honestly, I never really agreed with that. I feel like if you have an awesome picture of a cigar to take, take it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but what are some other things that you guys feel like if you're on cigar social media that that just don't do it? Or do it? I would say don't say things that you wouldn't say to a person that's standing in front of you. Yeah, that's a good right? one. Then you're probably yeah. not going to go wrong. That's it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Like be a kind, normal human being. I think that's mm-hmm. what some of that stuff is. Is they are like most of those comments would not be said. They're like, well, it's the internet. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> it's like, well, right. sure you that's can, true. but. Uh, <laughs> You're also going to have you? a better time if you, yeah, yeah. You'll have a better time too if you like take people like what they say in the best possible light, like mm-hmm. give them some benefit of the doubt instead of just assuming they're being offensive or a jerk on purpose. Yeah. It's real easy to type something wrong or to say it not the way you meant it. <laughs> so we've all done that. It's not it's not fun when somebody calls you out on it, but it happens, right? So it's right. like, you know, you didn't mean to be a dick. Cool. So now or Kyle, you did, so fuck you. So Kyle, when you when you post cigar, I've noticed that when you post cigars, you don't tag the cigar companies. No. Why is that? I don't know. I'm not trying to get that cigar company's attention or something. Hmm. I don't know. Do you think it's like good advertising for them or something? Yes. Like for me, because I'm a smaller brand, like yeah. I love being tagged in photos. Not love. I mean, like I, love, I want them. No, but for me, it's like, oh, cool, man. This is, you know, either I can repost this in my story or my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, you know, give, give that guy some love or comment on it. I sure. mean, there are like you, you mentioned me in a comment on somebody posting a patina the other day that didn't tag me. Right. Yeah. Like I would have had no idea that he posted that cigar. And for me, somebody who's active on on Instagram, if somebody posts my cigar, I'm going to comment. I'm going to thank them. I'm going to say, I hope you enjoy it. Sure. You know, and that allows me to interact with that person, which is a big deal for somebody like me. Yeah. And um, is it so I like the same for you if, if they use your hashtags? Does that work just as well? Um. It doesn't let them know, but yeah. you can find it, right? You could follow a hashtag, but a lot of yeah. times people spell patina wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh. Believe it or yeah, not. That's fair. Yeah. Believe it or not. It. Or they just put patina. And if sure. you follow the patina hashtag, there is a shit ton of posts that are hashtag patina. Oh, that are yeah. actual patina. <laughs> right. So uh, it gets lost for me. But if somebody tags me or mentions me, then I'll see it. Lots of links. So, lots of links to yeah. Hobby Lobby. The what? <laughs> lots of lots of links, hyperlinks to Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Pinterest. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's that. That's legit. Um trying to think what other stuff. Let's get it next week. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys want a cigar fact this week or no? No, yeah. Yeah. 
Get it. Let's end with it. I got I got a quick one for you. So there have been a number of attempts to invent uh, a self-lighting cigar. I think that's a fascinating concept um, where basically the end of it would be like, like the end of a match. You'd strike it against something and it lights itself on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never caught on uh, for I no think, pretty obvious reasons. First, because it's stupid. Uh, second, because you're, you're smoking chemicals. And, and then also you lose the, the ritual of actually lighting a cigar. So I thought that was pretty interesting that people have tried this like several times to get this right. Hmm. That would be kind of cool. You just kind of hanging out and you flick your cigar against something <laughs> and you got a lit cigar. <laughs> but what would you do with that? What would you do with that Rambo Bic? Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> you don't need it anymore. I need, I need the Rambo Bic. Bic. Nothing quite like smoking through the sulfur. Yeah, Yeah. that wouldn't work very well. All right, guys, we'll do it again next week. All right. Have a good one. Good. Two. Cheers. Two. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.